Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm a little drunk and I need you now. <laughs> Was it you that hated that song so Yes. Much? I think it's fine. I don't know why. I just can't handle that song. I think it's My a nice ears. melody. For some reason, for some reason, the phrase ending a phrase in a song and I need you now is just like daggers to my ears. <laughs> well, I, I wonder what that I don't is. know why. I think it's such a weird way to end a phrase. Why? I Because it's so, it's like bluntly like punching someone in the arm to me. I don't know. It's just like, and I need you now. It's like, what? To me, it's like not, I don't know. It's not poetic. It's not, mm. it's not, uh, it's such a basic line. Wow. That it's so basic that it's like, why is this the main line of the song? I feel like these are the strongest feelings anyone's ever had about Lady Antebellum, yes. I want to say. I, re- I remember the first time I heard the song was at the Grammy Awards, uh, the uh, year Fearless one. Uh-huh. And they were just like, if you have not been hearing this song, you've been living under a rock. And I, the song started and I was like, well, I haven't heard this song. <laughs> and so it's, they started playing and I was like, I don't like this. I think it's nice. Okay. I mean, I'm not, it's not my favorite song of all time, but I mean, yeah, it's nice. You know, a little drunk, need you now. Now it's cute. Have you heard other Lady Antebellum stuff? No. I should give them like a. Ch- I should listen to some of their other stuff because mm. I don't want to make a brash judgment about them as a group. Clearly, you already song. have. But if that's their best song, like I guarantee you, there's another song of theirs I must like better. I'm sure. I think this is a specific thing you have with that song. It's just like a personal vendetta. So you know what? This time tomorrow, I'll have listened to their whole album or one of their albums. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. That's I'm, a, I'm not doing anything. That's a tomorrow. big. <laughs> I mean, I guess if that's what you want to do tomorrow, if that's how you want to spend your Friday. I'll do it while I'm packing. I want to give Lady Antebellum a chance. Oh, my gosh. And oh, my God, we're packing. Can you believe? Guys, it's all happening. I mean, should we say welcome? Welcome. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome back to the Ziggy Matt's podcast. Thanks. We're a little late this week. It's been a busy week. It's been a crazy week. We've been apartment hunting and we have a huge update on that front. We have a huge apartment. Yes, we do. We have a, a wonderful apartment with fake hardwoods. Fake hardwoods. <laughs> a dishwasher. Yeah, steel appliances. A microwave. We have not had a microwave in five and a half years yes. since we've moved. Because we moved to this apartment and it didn't come with a microwave. And we were like, oh, we'll buy a microwave eventually. But then we discovered we had no place to put right. it. Right. There was no really good place in the kitchen to put it. And I didn't yeah. want to just clutter things up. And we like lived with the oven and it was fine. Yeah, totally. We didn't need to microwave. We cook all of our food we, fresh. We're we're raw. We're raw <laughs> vegans. <laughs> I mean, I cook food sometimes and that still does not. <laughs> I'm not... Yeah, no. I Not a chef. But yeah, hey, yeah. now we have a microwave to throw all of your, I don't know, corn dogs or whatever you eat. I don't eat there. corn dogs. I eat healthy. It's just I eat healthy things that don't require much preparation. Mine don't require much I preparation. I love a salad. Yeah. I love a, you know, a, a sandwich. Yes. I love an egg. Yeah. Who doesn't love an egg? I, I had eggs true. today. That's great. Fun fact. That's the most fun fact you have. I know. And look at how good I look. You look fine. Yeah. 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 I look amazing. Uh-huh. It's because those eggs. I'm eating, <laughs> I'm eating straight up protein. It's like like guys. guys, but people, you don't understand the busyness. Not to say that we're busier than anyone else, but 
tonight we just got off a lovely, very fun Patreon video chat with a lot of our friends. I know with uh, um, Aya yes, and Marianne and, and Jimmy and, and Adam, Adam Parnell, our king. I wonder if he minds that we use his full name all the time. Whatever, it's, it's always just like Adam Parnell. I can't just call just, him Adam. He's Adam just, Parnell. It rolls off the tongue. Yeah. So if you're scared about your safety, Adam, tell us and we'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, we had a very fun uh, chat with them, and we're now recording the podcast. Of course, you're listening to it. Thank you. Thank you. And then we're about to record two videos, one for Patreon, one for real videos, and we don't really have a main channel idea, so who knows what that'll be. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, so it's all I'm saying is it's a busy one, and we have to pack for this move. I'm yes. going to be out of town this weekend, and we're supposed to move next Wednesday. Yes. So it's going to be a crazy week, I'm just saying. I man. know, and I just told Matt Palmer, I was just like, I wonder, because the new floor, first of all, his room is like twice the size of his bedroom now. I'm excited. And his bedroom now is quite big. Guys. I know, I'm used so, to a big bedroom, I and, don't know if I can say. Also, there's going to be hardwood floors, so I'm just like, oh my god, is the, the sound of the podcast going to be different? Are we going to have to turn the knobs to get the echo down I or whatever we'll you okay. do? I, I think we'll be okay. I think Matt Steele's worried about the most random things about the apartment. He's like, what's the background of 2K Matt's going to look like? And I'm like, I, it's, it's going to be fine. Also, it's not a concern. I'm concerned because like, the walls are brown instead of the light pink, which our walls are now, so like it's going to be a different feel. It's going to be a different atmosphere. It's I want to make sure it's keeping up with the 2K Matt's aesthetic. It's really going to be fine. Okay. And I feel like these are silly things to worry about, but there is change afoot, which I think is a good thing. We've I been know. here for a long time. We've gotten a lot out of this place, but I mean, living without a dishwasher and with these shitty carpets, I just, I'm ready to put that behind me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just an upgrade. I feel like it's never a bad thing to upgrade. And the thing is, since we are moving not fully out of our own accord, um, we just also get some money for moving too. And so it's not bad. I don't hate that. Yeah. You know, what a great life. And it's also like we're moving up the street. Like it's, oh, we're moving <laughs> so like three blocks away, close. which is excellent because we, this is why we were so busy. We were like desperately trying to find a place like ASAP yeah. and find a place that is an upgrade from what we have now yes. and a place that is in the same area. Yeah. So like it was very, we were very hard. We saw a lot of, it. a lot of places, a lot of places that would have been nice for some people. <laughs> some places that we were like, okay, this could, we could add this to the list of options. But once I saw that place, I was like, and who found that place? It was me. You did. And I didn't love it because my bathroom is weird. It's like a weird because it used to be a studio. And so it has one of those sinks that's outside of the actual bathroom area. And because it also is a kitchen sink. Yeah. Well, in, your your room used to be a studio. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. I'm, like the, the apartment, it looks like it's there. It was a one bedroom apartment and then a studio next door to it. And they just like right. connected the studio and the one bedroom apartment that's to exactly make it a two bedroom, did. two bathroom. Yeah. And so, yeah, your bathroom is, there's a little outdoor sink moment, like a hotel, which I think is cool. I don't like it. But you know what? But I feel huge, like for so. so much we're getting, I feel like I will... I'll deal. It's always, you know, sometimes you got to suck it up. He's so strong. I'm so strong. And And I have my own door. So it's like, like people can enter and have Matt Steele not know at all. It's like when my boyfriend comes over, I'm just going to sneak him by. I'm like, ha, Matt Steele will never know. Show him. Whatever. I'm going to be, you're going to pop in and I'm going to be laying in your bed automatically. I don't. like, hey, <laughs> why hope, are you using the the, the secret entrance? I, I hope you don't do that. But I guess, have it. What I if I did? We'll, I mean, that what would be. Remember that time you walked in and just Carol, the Carol Channing doll was just sitting in your bed? <laughs> I don't recall that, but it seems like something I wouldn't like. <laughs> so I'm sure I didn't like it. <laughs> you didn't like it. No, it doesn't sound like me. Um, other than apartment hunting, how was your week? My week has been good. It's been, I mean, it's been really busy for 
a while now yeah. um and this weekend's going to be busy i feel like once the move happens i'm just going to set aside a little bit of t- a little bit of me time and also on the weekend uh that i'm going to the wedding this weekend it's going to be kind of restful for me because the lady that i'm going with that i am her plus one she's actually in the wedding so she has to go to several events that i don't actually have to go to oh so you're just gonna be chilling yes i'm gonna be chilling by the pool that's great and i can't wait for those moments um so i'm just gonna try to think about other things besides work and uh packing so i'm just gonna sit by the pool and enjoy a drink and then go to uh, a wedding at night with a bunch of people I don't know and my friend that I do know and have a lovely time. So, sure, and get free food. For hey, don't hate that. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited about it and we're going to be driving up to Santa Barbara, which is a nice drive and it's my first, you know, nice drive in the new car. And so, wow. I mean, I, this is a year of change. New boyfriend, <laughs> new car, new apartment. New music? New music next year. That's not Okay, next year. <laughs> but you're writing the music I'm writing this year. the music this year. It's just, yeah, I mean, not to toot, but... Like the album, if you named your albums like Adele does, like this album would be called like 2019. Yes, Or yes, something, yeah. Yes. The year that it was written. Of course. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, I I feel like this has been a transitional year for me, but it all, and good things, everything's been upgraded. So how about you? How has your week been? I've been sick. Oh, has it's it that been time sick? of year. Oh, I thought it was just allergies. I, oh, I mean, allergies. allergies, it's always just allergies oh, for me. Okay. Like I rarely get like actual sick Oof, like and when you do well that's the thing it's like because i can't tell you the last time i had like a cold cold mm-hmm. like it's always yeah. allergies um but like allergies hit me hard and it's always the same time of year every single year it's always like uh march june ends like october yeah. this time and of if year. you take zyrtec it does not nothing no allergy medication works. So and it always weird. starts the same way it always lasts a week it's always starts with itchy throat stuffy nose then mm. sinus headache then cough and then we're done oh it's always the exact same pattern quick? how long a week oh, okay. it's a week turnaround all right uh, <laughs> so so that's why i sound a little gross now but still it's just like miserable it's yeah. like you're at work and like yeah. yesterday was the sinus day mm. so it's like i was at work and it was just like oh the sinus and everything so and you're sure this isn't just like a, a minor cold no it's not no okay. it's because everything happens in the same way like an allergy cycle happens and it always happens the Do you same have to like blow your nose and stuff or not really? well you know i can't blow my nose Oh right, you know, I, I have a problem. I yeah, What's I, 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 I long story short, um, I can't blow my nose. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why? Tell us very short. Uh, well, I went why. to the. Well, I've never been able to blow my nose. Like I've never been able. Like nothing happens. No, nothing happens. In fact, it like makes everything worse. Like my ears pop and stuff. So like, can you breathe through your nose? Yeah, like breathing through my nose is totally fine. But like, if I have a stuffy nose, it's just it's just gonna stay and there. I think a lot of it is when I get a stuffy nose, it's not. Uh, like snot or mucus uh, or whatever it's uh like inflammation oh, so there's nothing to blow oh. really um ah, so there's nothing to blow um that's <laughs> but um yeah and so and one time i went to the ent uh-huh. uh to like scope my vocal cords for like some fun reason and uh and the ent was he did the you know it through the nose and down the the whatever whatever trachea i don't know <laughs> and uh and he was just like oh this is kind of like your uh nasal passages are like smaller than the average mm. person and i was just like maybe that's why i can can't blow my nose maybe yeah it's like to me like that's not a i have to do like afrin where it like i spray it up there and it like opens it up oh and All that right. like does stuff to like your bloodstream, like it thins your blood out, so it releases well, like inf- inflammation. Okay. Yeah, I think that's how it works. I don't All right. know. I, I just believe you. I just use it. You I just use whatever drug. I don't know how the drugs work. I, I know. Just do it. It's like Matt's still talking about coke. He's like, I don't know. I think it just like thins your blood. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I'm like hooked on afrin, and it's great. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. No my worry nasal passages. I'm just burning a hole through my nose, but like you know, it's fine. Well, do you have weekend plans, or are you gonna have like a lay low, like just go to work when you need to, and then try to get out of the sinus cycle? Oh, the sinus cycle will be done by tomorrow. 
were sad oh, and positive. I'm glad I, you're near the end. Yeah, and because uh, it started Thursday with the far with the fires. Oh, it did. The start fires with that. in LA. Yes, yes that and I, I, when second I started smelling it, I was like, it's gonna happen. I'm gonna mm. get sick. And what happened? I got sick. You did. Uh, so. Uh, no, I just work during the weekend and I have a birthday party Saturday night, which oh, I'm nice. going to go to. It's a, it's a joint birthday party. My one coworker who turned 30 and my other coworker who turned 21. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I always think it's so funny that you work with literal children. Oh like, yeah. I don't know what I would even say to a 21 year old. Like, I, I, I it's going to be a fun party because hey. it's going to be such various different ages of people I together. And they rented an Airbnb oh. to like have this party. And I was like, is it a sleepover? Y'all go hard. Clearly. No, it's, it's Airbnb in like the, the hills. Huh. I know. All right. Young, young people, like, it was the 21-year-old's idea, and I'm just like, man, young people nowadays, they, they go hard. I guess so. I don't know. I, I, I like going to an Airbnb if I'm going to, like, a Palm Springs or something. Yeah, but like a vacation. Just, yeah, vacation. No, they're just doing it to, like, have it be, like, a, a party house, kind huh. of. I know. I and then don't. clean up afterwards? That yeah, I, don't, I know. But, you know, whatever. whatever. I'll but, show up for probably 10 minutes and be like, happy birthday. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I did that recently. I went to a party in uh, WeHo, and it was a birthday party, and I do love the birthday boy, but, you know, driving all the way out there, I got there at, like, 11. I was tired. I think it might have been... Oh, no, it wasn't a Friday, but it felt like a Friday and a very busy Saturday. And so it was just like, I need to be in bed. And like, I'm glad you have, you know, taken another trip around the sun or the, yeah, the sun. <laughs> yes, the sun track, yes. Uh, but I'm going to go to bed. So, you know, that reminds well. me of what? a great song by Casey Musgraves, Late to the Party. I do. Love just singing about song. how it's just like, let's show up late and find an excuse to leave yes. so we can be together. I'm it's never like, late um, to the party if I'm late to the party with you. It's a great song. Oh, it is a great song. <laughs> oh, what an artist. Okay, let's talk about shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Since it's like a week and a half. I know. There's a lot. Doing, there's We're doing, doing mostly newer stuff. Days. There's one that's kind of a throwback uh, Thursday <laughs> throwback uh, news. Thursday. Because it's it happened and it was dumb and we should talk about it. But we'll start off with positive news. Um, one of my many queens, Jennifer Aniston, oh, God. <laughs> has joined Instagram. And with a very viral picture. <laughs> she did. I mean, whoever thought, like, get all those fucking friends people together, take oh, a picture and have absolutely. it be your opener. Like, brilliant. I just like it's interesting that they weren't like, hey, let's make the lighting better. Let's <laughs> let's have it I not think, be a front facing picture I, so it's not grainy. <laughs> I think it's grainy. I think it's supposed to be make her seem more real and relatable. Yeah, it's a real all, person. I feel like there's she's never touched a cell phone. I feel like someone's doing this for her all the way through and through and like leaving cute comments on her behalf. But whoever's doing it is doing a great job and deserves a raise. And I assume in a few weeks there'll just be promotion for that new Apple TV Plus show that she's on with Steve Carell and Reese Witherspoon. Oh. Uh, the newsroom or whatever. Girl. You don't know anything know. about it? No. Oh, no, it looks good. Um, But yeah, so there, I that show I think starts... In the beginning of November. So I feel like this whole like Jen joins Instagram is all a promotional tool for that because it's like there's you know, it's cool. And everyone likes Jennifer Aniston and I get why you'd follow her. But like there's no reason that she needs to be breaking the Guinness World Record for the most like the fastest person to get yeah. to a million followers. She literally broke the platform. I tried to follow her several times. That wouldn't work. Wow. I know. That's I'm, crazy. I, I'm following her now, though. No one. Oh, thank God. I know it was close. And I saw that it's not she didn't take the picture with her phone. It's with a different phone because her phone is on the table because it has the same sticker uh, as a phone that she has in a recent picture of her. 
Wow. Yeah. And but because uh, someone noticed the sticker because uh, someone thought that there was cocaine on the phone. Oh, I did hear about the cocaine. No one's going to talk about the cocaine on the phone. And then in the tweet thread of it, someone posted a picture of the Spice Girls when they got together like a year ago. Mm. And there was like a white mark on one of their phones. And someone was like, what is about this cocaine on this phone? And I was like, the Spice Girls don't do that. This is a sticker like Jennifer. There are some questionable Spice Girls. You got to say you wouldn't be surprised if a couple of them did that. Ah, uh, you're agreeing. There's only one that I <laughs> that I think Could might do it. But we're we're good now. Yes. We're, they just signed with CAA. Yeah, that's great. For representation. So, so they they're might doing, be more, doing things. more things. Okay. Yeah. All four of them. Yeah. They all they might make appearances as a five son. <gasps> Victoria's down for an appearance. Is she? Sure. I think she's spiced out. If I think it's, it's if, over. The, if the appearance is in LA, she'd be down. Well, she'd you like, thought hey. she was going to appear at the concert. I <laughs> I know that at first I did, but then I was just like, no, it's not going to happen. And I was at that final concert, and it did not happen. Yes. So well, I, and I knew it wasn't going to happen. I'm just so saying I, like, I wouldn't get my hopes up for any sort of Victoria reappearance. But anyways, back to Jennifer Aniston, <laughs> our queen of the moment. Um, yeah, no, I'm just happy that she broke a record and that we're she's you know we're, she's being talked about to this degree because again, as we know, as much as people want to take down Friends and say that it is too white or you know not funny, Friends is great and we all need to accept that. And I, a black man, approve. So I love it. I love her. It was formative for me. I had a whole, the whole box set. I moved to NYU with my whole box set of Friends. And wow. I, I had, and I actually had a box that it was not made for the Friends box set, but it just happened to fit. 10 DVD packages it's perfectly. Destiny. Oh my God. And so I always referred to it as my friend's box. And I remember when we were introducing ourselves um, to our floors in Hayden Hall, uh, we went around and I was like, if anyone wants to borrow any seasons of friends, like I have a whole friend's box. <laughs> and my future roommate was like, yeah, that's when I knew you were gay. And I was wow. like, you didn't know. I was just, I was still, you in, didn't the, know. I was still in the closet then. Okay. No, I brought two DVDs with me to college because I was like, I can only bring two. And so I, why bro- only two? I don't know. I just, <laughs> okay. that was the number I came up with in my head. Yeah. Uh, and I brought Crash and High School Musical. <laughs> okay. And that's when I discovered that like there were young people who didn't understand the fun of High School Musical. Really? Because I tried watching it with people. I was like, hey, I brought High School Musical to like uh, get togethers and people were just like, ugh, no one likes High School Musical. And I was like, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> I feel like you had a bad, not a bad NYU experience, but I feel like people were shittier in your NYU experience. Of course they were. I majored in musical theater. <laughs> oh, I guess that's why. <laughs> like, they were the definition of shitty and, like, it for great reasons. But, but, you know. I mean, I was, I mostly hung out with people that just lived near me and not really people in oh, the recorded music no. major. So, like, I didn't really have to deal with that kind of after thing. After second semester of freshman year, I was only hanging out with the musical theater kids. And they were all horrible. No. I made many great friends. There were, you know, some people who had rough <laughs> moments. Uh-huh. You know. But it was everyone was a wreck. They were musical theater majors. I mean, it's true. It's it's tough being the the class that was deemed talentless by your teachers. <laughs> That's also a fact. I love it. Um, well, in the musical theater news, oh, what a great transition! I love this. <laughs> the SpongeBob musical live on stage is going to debut on Nickelodeon in December. So I December. Guess, That's yes, so soon. It is very soon, and they are getting the entire original cast back together to film it. Did you know? I did know that. Yeah. I and the thing is, to me, on paper, I'm like. 
vaguely dreading this because I don't love those live theater things that we watch for the channel, but we've heard now from Adam Parnell and also your brother that SpongeBob is like really cute and great. Yes, guys, my brother is like super Scrooge when he comes to pretty much everything. Yes, you've seen um, him in our rude YouTube comments videos <laughs> but popping like, up. He's, he's just very critical. He's, his taste is very specific. And so if something isn't perfect, he's like, this isn't perfect. Um, but he saw SpongeBob and he was like, this was fun. And I was like, damn, Michael likes it. <laughs> Which is like a rave review for Michael. Absolutely. If Michael likes it, guys, SpongeBob must be like Pulitzer Prize worthy. All right. Well, I've I'm, never listened to it. I've never seen it. I don't so. know anything. I guess I'm going to stay a virgin uh, until because I don't know anything about it. December what? Does it say oh, the date? I don't know the date. Yeah, that's the thing. Are we going to be here? Yeah, because um, I bought my tickets. I'm flying out December 19th. Oh, I'm sure it'll be before that. Yeah. That's sure. like mid, that's like Christmas time. That's like when we need to be looping all of Christmas. <laughs> so, <laughs> busy we'll be busy doing that anyways. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't see a date. Um, I remember but, I remember a Sound of Music Live was uh, uh, December 8th, I think. Oh, it's December 4th. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we'll be here. How I remember that date, don't ask me. I, yeah, you and dates, man. I don't know. That's I might crazy. be wrong, but I want to say the 8th or the 7th. I believe you. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so wait, so is that guy in the musical anymore on Broadway, the main SpongeBob man? Uh, uh, Ethan Slater? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, no, I think he's just doing SpongeBob right now. Oh, okay. Uh, this, I mean, I'm sure he'll be doing something in the future, but no, I think SpongeBob is his only... only well, guy. I guess, I mean, if I don't, I don't know if he's been in a Broadway show before SpongeBob, but... I'm just saying, his. I assume, because if they're saying we're reuniting the original cast, does that mean that some people have left the show since it started? Well, it's closed. Open? Oh, I didn't know. Girl, that. it's been closed for like a year and a half. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, no, it was uh it closed like a lot earlier than people were expecting it to cuz Was it not a hit? It was very it was critically successful and audiences loved it. The theater uh wanted to renovate mm. and the show was too, deemed like too expensive to move and too big to move to a smaller theater oh. and everything. So like producers were kind of just like it's more it's it would be smart of us to just take this show on the road oh, and keep it on Broadway. Yeah, so Is like, it touring? Yeah, it's, I think it's I think it's about to start the tour. Okay, I th- and I think it was a big scandal because I think the tour was going non-union or oh. something. So that was like a big like hubbub. Uh, the union people were not happy. But uh, or if I'm thinking of another show, please correct me. But um, but yeah, I, so I think that was and I, people were very upset when it, it like suddenly announced its closing. Right. Like it was just like all of a sudden like what? Well, this- that's too bad. Well, I'm glad it's going to reach a large audience. And we heard from um, I think Aya told us on the chat just now that uh, different pop stars wrote all of the songs like different. People yeah. wrote in their own individual songs, and you were like, "Yeah, people were nervous that it wouldn't be cohesive and wouldn't have one sound." But apparently, it's excellent. So, yeah, hey, I'm excited to see it. We love. Um, so Gina Rodriguez. Ooh, I mean Scarlett Johansson. Who? <sighs> I know. Seriously, we found a new ScarJo, and her name is Gina. Um, so. <laughs> Gina Rodriguez was in a makeup chair and doing an Instagram story and was singing along to the Fugees and um, decided to rap along to Lorna Hill saying the N-word, uh, even though she is not black. <laughs> not only decided to rap along to it and say the word, but to rewatch it and be like, I'm going to I'm post, gonna post this. it. And the thing is, I, don't, I think it took her a minute to delete it. Like, I think she put up her apology video and had not deleted the original story. Oh, my God. Immediately. Like, I think it was up for longer than you would have thought it was. And the thing is, she has just been so, like, messy. Yeah, she's done something like black this community. before. Yes, like, because... I think it was in 2017 she tweeted something about Black Panther and she's like Marvel's been so great with inclusion and women and everything but like where are those the Latinx superheroes and it's like 
like you really will not let Black Panther have its moment. Like you're really going to turn this and make this about you. And of course, someone else has dug up a another scripted sketch she did in the past in which she says the N word. Yeah. And it's just like, and there, I remember there was another time where she was being interviewed with, uh, I forget who, but an, another actress who was uh, black and she was being interviewed by another uh, a black guy or a black woman. I, yeah. I totally forget. Uh, and uh, they specifically asked this other actress, how does it make you feel to know that like black girls are looking at you as, you know, sort of a uh, someone to look up to? Yeah, and question. Gina Rodriguez was like, no, women in general, all women, all women, they're, like they're all looking up to her. And, no. and, you know, I get what Gina Rodriguez was. She was trying to, you know pump this girl up and be like, you know, all, but that's not what this interviewer was asking. This right. Was and really the question specific, was so. also not to you. I don't know. I yeah. feel like this she, is a pattern of like not knowing your place. Yeah. So she, she's had many moments that looked sort of just bad and where she overstepped her bounds a little yeah. bit that, you know, I, I would watch it and I would be like, I understand what she's saying and I understand why she's I saying guess. it, but, but it's just it, the way she's going about it is really, really rough. So I, I understand why people are upset, but this, this was the, the worst. thing is like after getting all this flack for all this stuff, and then she had a, another interviewer posted something else where she was like hysterically crying saying like, yeah, she, I don't, I'm, she went on I'm the trying breakfast to club. do good. Yeah. She went and, on the breakfast club, I think, which is like this um, black radio station uh, not a radio station, but like a radio show in New York in which the hosts are like kind of annoying and like transphobic, but whatever. <laughs> and they asked her a question about, I think, the 2017 tweet that got deleted that she got a lot of heat for. And she's like bawling. Like, it's just like so much. And I don't know. I want to like her because I really liked someone great, which she was in. And I think she's, you know, a good actress and her mm-hmm. show people liked very much. But that apology, the first apology she put out about this is literally the worst. It's like a textbook. A textbook housewives apology in which it's like I'm so sorry if you were offended and it's yeah. like do not apologize about whether or not I was offended apologize for the offensive thing you did I just feel like it's that's just, so simple especially like, because what you did just now is not the things in the past the things in the past it's kind of just like ah oh, your way of going about this wasn't great but like I get you're trying to do I, I get yeah, it I get it I get to, it but, but this is actively yes. like the only excuse for this especially knowing the problems you've had in the yeah. past like the only excuse that you have for like why you did it is literally just like aliens came down invaded <laughs> my body and I had right. no control over it like right. that's there's no I have no idea what I don't know what's going thinking. on in her mind it's just like Ma'am, do you not know your audience? Do you not know that you're already in hot water for this? And do you not know that, like, the N-word is something you shouldn't be saying? And it's like, I don't know why. I don't know. I feel like people like to, like, because even in her, I think in her initial apologies, like, I try to represent communities of color and blah, blah, blah. And of color is a very sweet and nice thing to say. Of course. But there are specific things that are anti-black, like the N-word. So, like, (laughs) that is not your community. That is not your word to take back. So, like, don't lump us into a community of color. I'm not a... I, I am a person of color, but also I am more specifically black. And so the N word is offensive to me, not to you. So how about you not do that? Like, God, is that so much to ask? Yeah, it, it, that was <gasps> a, a rough moment. That was kind of just like, what, what, what didn't you think about? She needs to. I just think she needs to cool it. I just needs to cool it. If I was so famous and I had a PR person, I would literally everything I posted, I would go run through them. I know like, you would think. Will this be okay? Especially when. I have a history of like Gina Rodriguez yes. getting criticism. Yes. Well, she's that she should think more like you because she currently is. <laughs> um, there's also a, a new trend in pop culture now. A lot of people in music, for some reason, um, like to lie about collaborating with Adele, and it's pissing me the fuck <laughs> off. Because okay, we 
are all under the understanding that we are on the edge of a new Adele era. So Adele buzz is just in the air. We've heard through the grapevine. She's getting divorced. She's getting divorced. She has a lot to say. We've heard through the grapevine that things are coming out this year. So a couple of weeks ago, Ryan Tedder made some joke that like his new album was going to include collaborations with Beyonce and Adele and like they would get on a song together. Everyone was so excited, but he was like, oh, that was obviously a lie. It was a joke. It was sarcastic. It's like, what the fuck is sarcastic about these people that you have collaborated with before working together? Yeah, like Like, I don't think you know what sarcasm is. Yeah. Like sarcasm is like a way you respond to something. Something, and you weren't responding to anything. No, you <laughs> just, just like made something. something up. And then Nicki Minaj just did the same thing. She said something about like Adele made me swear to secrecy that I'm not allowed to tell anyone that I'm working with her. And we already shot a video. It's an epic song. Ah. And then the next day she's like, oh, wait, guys. I was being sarcastic. It's like, this isn't funny, okay? We're all of the Adele fans out there, myself included, are on high alert (laughs) and like essentially getting Google alerts whenever her name is mentioned in these winter months when people get sad and need music to cry to. So don't come to me with this because then I was also nervous like, is she doing music that Nicki Minaj should be on now? I don't know if I'm ready for that. Like, Sam Smith is making the transition into, like, gay pop star with beats very well. But I don't know if I need Adele as a, you know, pop star with beats. So <laughs> I just had a lot of thought that didn't need to be put into this. Yeah, it was and a lot of stress that you put yes. on yourself that you didn't need to put on no, yourself. No, I didn't put on myself. Nicki Minaj put it on me. <laughs> Let's I mean, play the, the I mean, I, I, I read the same things and I was not stressed. <laughs> okay, well, you're stressed about the backgrounds of our videos. So okay, well, we all have things that worry about. us. This is something to be stressed about okay so we all have our things I'm just saying that's not a funny joke if you're gonna be telling me things that'll get me excited I don't think it's funny I don't think it's sarcastic I don't think it's cute I don't like it it's definitely not sarcastic no it's not it's, let's, it's let's like up. when people say something's ironic and it's like it's no you you don't know what you're talking about I mean <laughs> but people it was like that reminds me of the Alanis Morissette song ironic of course and someone who said that they went up to her in a bookstore and was like which by the way is so fucking obnoxious said you know nothing in your song is ironic and then in response she was like well isn't that you know, she, you know she was waiting to say that <laughs> I, I know as soon as she started getting the feedback she's like I know what's gonna shut these motherfuckers off and then she said it and it's like you better work I loved it Jack Little Pill coming soon to Broadway <laughs> it's not sponsored but I just am excited about it yeah they, they better be paying us or like cast one of us shit yeah, I know there's gotta be a black guy in it right yeah yeah, yeah. friend could, what about me you could be in it too you could be like a sad son or something I'll take it yes um okay well this is a video, so please don't play. Um, Justin Timberlake did not get the hint that we were no longer interested in his music because he's working on new music. Wait, <laughs> you can't fault him for working on new music. Uh, I can when now he has redirected his focus to be, I'm working with all these young black artists. And it's like, go fuck yourself, Justin Timberlake. He's like, I'm in the studio with Lizzo and what we made was so amazing. And I've worked with Meek Mill and SZA and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, we all have been young people who had crushes on Justin Timberlake and gave him passes for cornrows and things. But until he apologizes to Janet Jackson publicly, I don't want you working with anyone in my skin tone range. Okay. (laughs) And the thing is, he tried not to. He tried to make a man of the woods out of, you know, out of the woods moment and no one fucking cared about it. And so now he's going Going back to stealing from black artists who he will then, you know, shit on and make fun of in future music because he's made fun of Janet Jackson in songs he, along with Prince. Has he really? Yes, he has. He and Timbaland came out. The song was like, oh, uh, you're whispering so much and that, like we couldn't hear you at the top of the charts. Guess you weren't there talking about Janet. How did you know it's about Janet? Because it was obviously about Janet. It was like a because sh- Janet whispers, <laughs> you know, <laughs> a lot of people whisper. No, it was about don't do this. I know what I, it was okay, about. I, I, I've, I've done my research. <laughs> I've done my research. I know. So. Until you can publicly say what I did to Janet Jackson was wrong, I don't want to hear anything else from you. And like, 
maybe just retire. <laughs> like, the last time I saw you, you were on a red carpet with Jessica Biel making dumb fucking faces and, like, stealing focus from her when it was really her night. I've seen you perform Can't Stop the Feeling at award shows, walking through the cloud and trying to high-five people. It's just like, sir, you make me sick. I can think of very few people who I have loved so much that I now currently hate. Wow. And Justin Timberlake is the top, because I loved him. I bought his, like, DVDs. Like, I was... Oh, I, damn. I think... DVDs. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I think he w- was at a point one of the greatest performers alive truly and like what he has done to decimate his career and his legacy is just beyond the pale and I just think he's got to hang it up well I'll remember Justified we'll remember the um, well, not the 2020 experience which by the <laughs> way was bad we all pretend it was good but it was bad uh, we'll remember future sex love sounds and that'll be that I mean, okay. Well, I I guess what you said. I mean, if you have other feelings, that's I, fine, I, but I, I just, don't. I don't know enough about Justin Timberlake's legacy to really comment on this. Well, know that he ruined Janet Jackson's life. Okay. Okay. That, so that that's all wrong. you need to know. So fuck. And the thing is, I get it. Lizzo and SZA probably grew up on his music and have been through their you know crush phases like I have. I get it. I get it. But just like. How about you just go softly into the good night? We've had enough. No more troll song. No more dance, 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 dance. Yeah, that song you was, hate that song. Do you not hate that song? I mean, it's it's. I don't think about that song. I when it comes on, it makes my skin crawl. Oh geez, skin crawl. Is it like a, I need you now? To you? Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> it's my I need you now. It is absolutely that. It's my lady in the bellum. So this is our throwback Thursday uh, topic of the week because it's been a minute since we did this. Um, Alan DeGeneres, <laughs> <laughs> which just like elicits laughter at the beginning of this because we all know what I'm talking about. Ellen DeGeneres is friends with George W. Bush. So apparently they went to a football game together and like, or, or I don't care. No, <laughs> they, didn't, like a they rich, didn't go together. They, they were ran in, seated in the same. They were seated next to each other. Yes, basically. because they were in a box where like a famous person had invited them. It's not like they were just in the crowd. Yeah. Happened yeah. To be next to each other. Yeah. I think it was some sort of party. Right, and so... um, I don't know how football games work. I I mean, whatever it was. Um, So... She is there and she's basically saying, uh, I can't find the exact quote, but I mean, we've all heard it and who cares? And she's basically like, <laughs> I've had this picture. And of course, people on Twitter got mad at me because what do people do when they get mad? They tweet. And, uh, you know, all I can say about it is like, you know, I was invited to a game. I knew people from different backgrounds were going to be there. George Bush is my friend. I think it's important that we talk to people across the aisle, blah, 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 blah. And to me, it's just like. I just feel like because Donald Trump is currently in office, we all like to forget what a piece of shit George W. Bush was. And for her, it's like she has said publicly that she would not have Donald Trump on her show. And I just feel like there's so much of a premium put on niceness with no boundaries like just you can be a war criminal you can fucking say you don't believe I should be married you could like literally be the president of the United States and fight against my very being but like if we're all nice to each other at a football game and taking selfies like that's that's good what I'm doing is good and what's right in the world and it's like actually no I can be I can have my boundaries if you don't believe that I should have the same rights that you do then I don't think I have to be nice to you I don't think we have to engage it's not like I'm gonna push you down a flight of stairs but like yeah let's just hello hi it's, it's like how I would wave to a, a friend's ex hello <laughs> hi hello how are you? And then, like, let's stay in our respective circles and like I wish you the best on your journey but your journey if it has to do with me not existing or you not respecting my point of view then like we have nothing to talk about and also I just didn't I feel like the messaging of it was so like I'm rich 
what he really does doesn't really affect me anyways. And like, I, you know, he can't hurt me because I'm so fucking rich and all of these poors are coming after me with all their liberal agenda. But like, why can't we all get along except Donald Trump, who I hate? It's just like, I feel like there's so many holes in her argument and it was so, um, it was a very, it was a very much, a uh, ignoring the, 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 the great, the subtleties of yes. everything. Like very much, a, a sort of blanket statement that was very easy to make. Absolutely. But honestly, with this whole story at the end of the day, to quote Britney Spears on star search, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. The facts that people are still talking about this story is just insane to me. I mean, I'm just like, I don't care. I don't care. I, I don't just, care if she's cordial with George W. Bush. No, she like, said I, I am friends with George. Well, Bush. of course, she's going to say that on her show. Well, you know. she said it. So I, you're, we're going to take what we don't have any access to Ellen. So I have to go by what she says. She's yeah. not saying I'm cordial with him. And the most annoying part of this is. Everyone knows Ellen's a horrible bitch to her staff. So if you're going to be kind to someone, maybe start with the people that work with you. Like, I don't I don't know. I, I hear those stories all the time. All so of the I, time. Yeah, but you also hear those stories about Mariah Carey. All well, the time. The, that's the not true. No one her. says that she's rude when she's they say she's late. <laughs> <laughs> they say she's late. But yeah, so no the, one says I mean, she's whenever cruel. I, when honestly, like whenever I hear a story about a celebrity being like a monster or something like that, I sort of I, I'm just like, OK, interesting. Something to know. But a lot of times people people come at certain things with a certain angle and everything. So I, I, I never want to believe those stories. I like believe I, that. I'm I've very heard much like that is the most ubiquitous one that I've heard since moving here. Really? Absolutely. Oh, wow. I, because I feel like her whole be kind platform is such a fucking farce and people are like, she's a, I don't know. I just have heard it so much that it's not like, Oh, Mariah Carey's a diva, which is like, I, I mean, tracks. <laughs> it's like, no, she's a cruel person to the people that work. For her. I definitely hear that. She, uh, 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 is just very like she doesn't want anyone to like talk to her. She's like just and so I I don't know what that means. I I don't know. So I just feel like and all I just also felt like the whooping in the audience was so and I just I did find it. It did get under my skin. I thought it was really thoughtless and like it was very condescending her tone about it and it's like people have real issues with this and being unequivocally nice to every single person on planet earth I don't think is the way to go I don't think that makes you a better person or more enlightened I think it just you know means that you're rich enough to live your normal life even though he's fighting against you yeah. as the president of the United States. I mean it is very hard because there are a lot of people who were affected by the things that George W. Yes. like people who aren't even in this country like, yes. people who are, were especially and, out and, of this country right, were and affected are still by being affected Davis, by you know so 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 it, to gloss over that I is very hard for a lot of people to right. hear. Right. So, I mean, I, I, you know, hope she and Portia are happy or whatever. But, like, uh, I, I think she's deleted some of this from her Twitter and from her YouTube about this. Because it's yes. like she doesn't want to, she doesn't want to belabor this point. Yeah. But she just really dug her heels in about it and she really could have ignored it or been like you know what we're friends that's like where you take a a, a page out of the Whoopi Goldberg playbook right. and just be like just like don't like shut up don't tweet at me like I don't care like yeah, I'm gonna should, I she, was at this football game I was friendly to the guy next to me shut up she, you know, she, she could have done that she could have done that she could have yeah. just but to give all this like high horse be kind speech was just such bullshit it's so. like yeah it's like you could have paid more attention to why people yeah, were upset but, about it, you know but she I, I think the smart move kind of would have just been to just be like shut up she, <laughs> like, she shouldn't have said yes anything. I was there bye you know well Ellen sucks so thank you for listening we'll be right back with more of our podcast it's time to email my heart 
and say our love will never die. It'll never die, y'all. It's true. Yes, absolutely. I don't understand what that has to do with anything with email. Like, (laughs) our love will never die. I don't know. Because it's saved on the internet forever. Maybe that. Guys. We got it. Britney's a genius. We're here to break down Britney Spears songs from 1998. (laughs) Anyway, we are at the email my heart portion of the podcast, which is where where you guys email us random questions or thoughts or whatever, and uh, we answer them. And you can be a part of email my heart if you email us at twogaymats at gmail.com, and you never know your question or email, whatever, might be chosen. Uh, so we got a couple, uh, we got a lot of, we actually um, have more than I thought we had I'm, because Matt Palmer put them in our, we have a special uh, folder on our uh, email yes. where you drop it in and, and everything. And I just looked at this folder and I was like, oh, oh, we have a lot more. Yeah, I love moving into that email spot. <laughs> and so um, first we have to give a shout out to Blythe, our old roommate Blythe. Yes, Blythe. Um, who uh, we used to live with back in 2014. Um, and she just emailed us telling us how much she loved the podcast and that she misses us a lot because we haven't seen her in a while we miss you Bly. yes we miss and you she's very nervous to listen to the podcast on her commute to work because she rides her bike to work and she doesn't <laughs> want to get hit so Blythe um don't do that listen I, to her I think she doesn't I think she drives now I'm she, you do I think okay. it, I think she drives now it's a it's a lengthy email no shade we love Blythe <laughs> but I, I think it. she was biking but now where she's moved it's a longer <laughs> drive to work Okay. Oh, oh, that's okay. Gotcha. Yes. Now she's driving. Oh, she Good. moves into a house. She's a homeowner. Good. We, well, we she, do. she's also a Brian's wife. So yes. that's just so we're clear. Uh, we do. We, we don't. If you're listening to the podcast uh, while you are uh, email or riding your bike, that's very dangerous. Please don't do it. I also yes. think riding bikes is dangerous, but that's just because I don't know how to ride a bike. Um, <laughs> so we love you, Blythe. We miss you. Yes. Um, first question is really, really short, and I love it. Uh, it's from Jane Lynn, and the subject line is just, help my straight white brother. <laughs> and it's basically like, this is a dire emergency. Yesterday, my brother had the audacity to say Justin Timberlake is the greatest living performer of all time over at fucking Beyonce. I tried to show him homecoming in order to prove him wrong, but he wouldn't budge. What else can I do to bring him to the light? Okay, the short answer to this is disown him. (laughs) I mean, clearly, it doesn't sound like he wants to be brought to the light if Homecoming didn't convince him. But what you could do if you want to prove him wrong is get an objective third party, show show your favorite Beyonce performances, show uh, his favorite Justin Timberlake performances. I assume he cited his sources like any good gay would. So (laughs) if you have amazing Justin Timberlake performances to show us, because we all saw that Super Bowl thing and it wasn't that. Uh, maybe you could play that to an objective person along with your favorite Beyonce performances. Who's and the objective person, though? If the objective person is like, like their mom, any any like I feel like a mom would be objective. a mom because, you know, she loves both of them. Oh, yes. Uh, very much. Hopefully equally. Yes. And find a, a I'm family. Sure, member. I'm sure it's equally Jane Lynn. You never know. <laughs> so you got to find a family member you're close. You're both equally close to play 15 minutes of their best performances. Have them choose because you can't convince someone who doesn't want to be convinced. You know yes. what I mean? You either see with your eyes or you don't. And the Beyonce haters like you just there's they're just so blind. I know. It's so sad. And it is sad. It's so sad. Uh, next question is from Hannah. And thank you for emailing us, Hannah. She gives a very simple question. Basically, what are we going to be for Halloween this year? <laughs> Great there are a lot you. of iconic costumes come up for 2019. Popeye's chicken sandwich or woman from N.I. Oop. Uh, a tethered from us. An old town road cowboy. 2019 has a lot of moments to choose from. Uh, I am the laziest Halloween participant in the history of the world. I you would think well. You would think that I 
would love dressing up for Halloween. I don't. I don't think I would. Think I that. love watching other people dress up for Halloween. But like me, I can enjoy a Halloween moment if I just like show up to a party mm. and like have fun. Like I don't need to spend all the money, all the right. time, all the energy. Yeah. Like, you know, and I think I'm a pretty creative person, but like. I don't have time to think about this. Like, I'm tired. It's true. I ask him every day, what should our two-game answer be? And he's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, bitch, if you can't think about this, you certainly can't think about a hey, Halloween costume. There's one idea I've given you many times, and you're like, I, hate I don't it. like it. <laughs> I mean, it's favorite male performances. What men perform that I, I care mean, about? Uh, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, you only want to show one yourself. It's not like you have a whole plethora of male performances in your back I pocket. I can just show you two. We'll talk about that. <laughs> if that's what comes up tomorrow, sorry, we don't have any other ideas. <laughs> um, I The thing is, I do actually have an idea, but I don't have a party to go to. So someone invite me to a party so I can dress as Lil Nas X. Because <laughs> it would be easier. I just have to buy like a cowboy costume, not wear a shirt underneath it. Yeah, you could do you it. You know, have a mustache. Call it a day. Absolutely. I feel like that's it. So I can't do that. No, you can't do what, it. What pop star could I be this year? Like... Could be. I mean, people have been giving you Sean Mendes. Yeah. So. Oh, he had a number one. Had I number only one. want pop stars with a number one. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, there's only so few after. Well, Lizzo had a number one. Don't be her. Okay. Um. <laughs> who else? Oh, did, did the Jonas Brothers? I think Sucker I think went number, had one. number one. Yeah, you could be a. Would you consider me more a Jonas Brother or a Sean Mendes? I think a Jonas Brother. Okay. I feel like they're. You're making hairs. me Kevin, aren't you? <laughs> I didn't say it, <laughs> but we both were thinking. <laughs> I think. I think Kevin's cute. Yeah. Don't be a jerk. <laughs> I wasn't. You literally said because everything. He's just, like, he's just like objectively like the least favorite Jonas brother. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I literally didn't bring Kevin's name into this. Whatever. You Kevin's my that. favorite. Great. I love that. for you. I'm going to go with that. Um, next question comes from. Uh, uh, oh, no, no. Wrong one. I hit Oop. the wrong email. Oh, and, and I. I Oop. Ooh, um, oh, no. What happened? To, oh, no, oh no, no. I got it. Okay. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm such a wreck. Uh, this one is from John and John says this question came to me listening to Adina Menzel's most recent studio album in your opinions which Broadway star has had the best strongest crossover success into mainstream artistry and conversely which actor musician has made the transition to stage seamlessly uh oh uh, uh Fantasia <laughs> made yeah. the best transition from uh, as a singer to uh, Broadway, yeah, she needs I, to come back to Broadway because she's a great live performer. I what I as you guys know, I'm not the biggest Fantasia fan, but I think that's right. Like I can't think of another pop performer who's as respected, and and I don't know the Broadway community, but in my estimation, I feel like people really respected her performance in Color Purple. Oh, it was incredible, and. Yeah, as much as I loved Tony Braxton and Aida when I saw it, I feel like she didn't get the same amount of love. <laughs> she sounded amazing. It was unbelievable. I'm sure. Oh. I, I I love the fact that she also like played Belle. Like that was like the yes. big uh, cross, like a first like transition yes. like, of like R&B singer to like. Oh, she should be in more Disney Broadway Princess. shows. I mean, well, what's she doing now? I don't know. To morphing into guitars. <laughs> Let's no. That was a long time. That was in 2000. I mean, maybe she has a Vegas thing that she does every once in a while. She also has like um, I don't know if it's Lyme disease. She has like a, a chronic illness. Oh, I didn't so know that. She doesn't. I don't know if she can commit to that whole thing, but. Yeah, no, I don't know what Tony's up to, but I'd love to see her on stage more. I think Fantasia is the answer. As far as pop stars from uh, Broadway, that's also a tricky one. Yes. I think people who had legitimate hits that were from the Broadway world were Stephanie Mills originated 
was on uh, Broadway, wasn't she? I love she Stephanie Mills. She has actual hits, and yes. they just performed one on Pose this past... Well, it wasn't performed, it was Lip Really? Sync. Yes, they did. Um, Oh, God, what's that song called? I have to look it up because it's so good. I was listening to it on a loop for like I love weeks. Stephanie Mills. I think that her rendition of uh, Spark of Creation on the Children of Eden Paper Mill Playhouse cast recording is one of the greatest recorded performances of all time. Do you... Uh, Do you know Never Knew Love Like This Before by her? Uh, I, I'm sure I've heard it. Let's see. When I, play clip. I love this. We're having a musical moment. On the, we've never had this before. Never knew love yes. Like this before. That, yes. Was uh, that was a hit and is excellent and amazing. And the only other um, Broadway star that I can think of having a hit. And I mean, it was an R&B hit and maybe not a huge one. But one that I remembered was Heather Headley. Uh, oh yes, she's done very I well. I think I wasn't in love with you. I wish I wasn't in love with you, so you wouldn't hurt me. That was a big. That was a hit. That was yeah. on radio and everything. So I think those are the two that come to mind to me. Do you oh, have any other? That's a refresh. Stephanie, I'm so happy you said. Ah, oh, that song. Original, so original singer of Home Guys. The original. I know. Dorothy and the before Wiz. Whitney did it. I love Stephanie Mills so that much. That song is. And Heather Headley is such a diva. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that song. Do you, are there any other um, performers? I'm surprised from... you didn't say Ben Platt. Oh, Ben, I mean, you, you like his new song a I lot. love Rain. And I love, the thing is, I'm just coming out as a Ben Platt stand. I just think he has the most gorgeous voice. And you know, I, I never say that about a man. So it's really <laughs> unique of me to say that. But he has the most beautiful voice. Rain is a great song. Jimmy Donahue just told us in the chat, I need to listen to his album. Because supposedly it's very good. I did find a couple of those songs, a little maudlin, which I missed Um But I do Some, think. He, sometimes he feels. He's a, he's a gay man. Yeah, so feel, let's, not, let's not feel on our first single. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, if we're going to make we dance and feel like he does on the song. Rain, which I think has clear um, references to Dancing on My Own by Robin. It's just an excellent piece of music and I urge you all to give it a listen. Um, I'm excited about his career, but it hasn't really taken off the way Stephanie Mills and um, Heather Headley's did with their Well, yeah, because it literally just started. I mean, and he's gotten an album. Like, Heather Headley's first single I'm pretty sure was um, that song that was hit. But Ben Platt's also like, he's uh, in the politician now. Like, he's doing a lot. No, I'm not saying he's not successful. I'm saying he's not a pop star. Okay. Yes. But, <laughs> but like, you know, there's potential there. I'm not saying there's not. But I just, yes, that's why he wasn't mentioned. Okay. 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 Who, do you have any other people? I mean, I'm just thrilled with the stuff. We're talking <laughs> you're about just, Stephanie you're just Mills. You're still thinking about Stephanie I Mills. I love Stephanie Mills. <laughs> She's amazing. She's that song great. is amazing. Yeah. Um, okay, well, is it time for the final section I of the show? Time, oh guys. my gosh, well, this is giving you moments, darling, where Matt Steele and I talk about what has been giving us moments and giving us life for this week. So, Matt Steele, what is your giving me moments, darling, for this week? I am so sorry. I'm talking about the apartment again. I mean, it's been giving us both. But the, the last week, it was exciting, it's exciting going apartment hunting and like looking at all the different apartments and everything. Yeah. But, guys, we got. The apartment that we wanted. Yes. Apartment of our dreams. And it is such a beautiful size. Stunning. And it's I at first it's very daunting because you're just like, what am I gonna put in here? What am I gonna fill this with? I don't own a lot of things. <laughs> and so now getting this apartment being like, okay, now we have to fill it. Yeah. It's just kind of reminding me like I am an adult. Yes. I'm going to buy nice yes. things oh, to decorate my life with. I'm and I say this you. all the time and it like rarely happens, but like, I really want to do it. I, I really think now's the time. Like, now's the time to buy like a nice little, what are we going to put in this corner? Uh, a beautiful chair. Yes. <laughs> like beautiful a nice chair. chair to match our other chair. Yes. Like I'm I want a, you, you know what I want? I want a big fake plant. 
plant. <laughs> I really a big want, fake plant. I do I want a big fake plant? Like wow. a big like with big like banana leaves. Wow, that will never need to be watered. I want that so badly. All right. Yes, that's my dream for our apartment. But I mean, we're just gonna put what we have in the apartment and be like, okay, we'll what assess. Can we do it? We'll assess. Yeah, maybe what we'll like have a little like video tour and we'll be like, what can we put here? Yeah, like, I think that'd be cute. And I have a new uh, phone now, so I can probably film it uh, on the phone as we walk around and have it look nice. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Wow. I know we have a lot of plans with the apartment. <laughs> Guys, this is the most ridiculous thing. In it's like <laughs> we're gonna video record the phone. That's not ridiculous. <laughs> we're gonna show people a house the apartment tour. People see that. People watch cribs every week. Well, not anymore. But back in the day. Okay, but this isn't cribs. It's like, still this gonna place be a nice apartment. It's not that big. But guys. people care about us, and they want to see us live well and see us upgrade. I it's think this funny, is not silly or stupid. I think I, you're stupid. I think it's silly, and I think it's uh, a testament to the fact that I always hated cribs. And oh whenever, whenever cribs came on MTV, I was like, change the channel. Wait, have you not seen Mariah's cribs? I, I have seen Mariah's okay, cribs. I was gonna I've say. seen Mariah's cribs, but literally every other episode of Cribs, I've just been like, I do not care I to mean, see your 12 cars. <laughs> that's the best one is Mariah's. It's I mean, yeah, sure. So excellent. You know what? Who also had a good one? Beverly Mitchell from uh, Seventh Heaven. Oh, really? She, she, had a lived, nice house? she lived in like a cute little townhouse. And oh. it was kind of like, you know, like she's not like showing off her 12 car garage right. and all that stuff. She's like, this is my cute little house. And it was mm. very, it felt like very down to earth. Okay. And, and so I was like, I like this episode. Every other episode of Cribs, I was just like, this is so stupid. I mean, it depended. I mean, I remember Destiny's Child had one I liked. I don't know, but did they all live together? They must have because it was they all. One, of them. They all lived together. I think they did. Wow. I know. It's a good good job. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, what has been giving me moments this week is well, I got a new phone, which we love. Uh, but something that happens to me whenever I get new phones is I have to take the time to move the music that I need to have on me, but is not on Spotify, onto the phone, and so it kind of reminds me that it's there. Yeah. And so a lot of that music got on this week. Obviously, the old versions of JoJo's first and second albums are on there. I have several Janet Jackson songs that were on Design of a Decade, her first. Well, not. Was it her first greatest hits? One of her greatest hits albums. Um, there's a song called Runaway, which is a great song with a great video, and a song called 24 Play, which is excellent. I urge us all to go listen to 24 Play after this. It's like a sex jam that really picks up in the middle. I don't know. It just has a tempo change. It's wonderful and uh, gorgeous. Um, but I want to dedicate my Giving You Moments Darling this week to Aaliyah's second two albums. Okay. So Fucking incredible, especially that third album, the self-titled one that was out when she, you know, passed away in that car, uh, that car, that plane accident. Um, it is just still sounds so current and it was so ahead of its time at that moment. And her voice was just like silk. It was so sweet and buttery and just like such a joy to listen to. I think it's so, so devastating that it's not on streaming services and that people. Does she really not have her albums on streaming? No, because she, her, her record label is the same record label as Jojo. Oh, damn And so that background is just a piece of shit. And so all, most of the albums I have besides Glitter that I have to listen to this way are background releases. Like a Tony Braxton album called Libra, which is also excellent, was released on Blackground, not on Spotify. And I just feel like this generation of young people doesn't understand the greatness of Aaliyah's music because they're not hearing, you know, One in a Million and Four Page Letter and If Your Girl Only Knew and We Need a Resolution and like Rock the Boat. Just so many excellent songs. Like she and Timbaland, you talk about people having like producer soulmates and I just think their relationship as like artist and producer was so beautiful because Terimbalan's beats can be so hard edged and so like crazy and out there and her voice is just like the sweet little bird on top of it I feel like he tried to recreate that sound a little bit when he and Nelly Furtado got together but I feel like what he had with Aaliyah is just like you can't touch it and I mean it's like when Missy just won her video Vanguard award she thanked Aaliyah still like somehow she's still in the ether and still 
still mm-hmm. on all of our minds and in our hearts. But the fact that her music can't really go with us for most people is so upsetting to me. So everyone needs to have that CD and import it into your Spotify or whatever and get it on your phone because the Aaliyah album especially and the singles from One in a Million are just so, so beyond excellent. I can't recommend them enough. Guys, I agree with everything Matt Palmer said, even yes. though I don't know the extensive uh, the the extent of the I felt like you final knew, two albums. You knew the first album. The first album. Yeah. And fun fact, listeners of Two Gay Mats, when I was <laughs> in first grade, I begged my mom to let me be Aaliyah for Halloween. <laughs> I, love I was that. like, I want to be Aaliyah for my mom was like, what do you want to be? Was, was this like, from all Aaliyah. that? Like where were you all getting that. your Aaliyah? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was getting my Aaliyah from all that. Got it. And and I told my mom, I was like, I'll be Aaliyah from I'll be Aaliyah. And she was like, what? <laughs> and she was like, and I was like, yeah, I'll be Aaliyah and everyone will know who I am. And she's like, how are people going to know who you are? And I was like, well, duh, I'll wear like sunglasses and I'll hold a microphone. Amazing. Because on her album cover, like she's wearing sunglasses and like she's a singer. So she would be holding, holding a, microphone. a microphone. And I even like drew a microphone on a piece of paper and cut it out and like colored it oh, in and like was cute. holding it. And I was like, I'll hold this microphone. And my mom was like, how about you be a cat? <laughs> And so that's why I was a cat in first hey, grade and not Aaliyah. At least you didn't think about skin painting. I mean, <laughs> even at that age. Even in first grade, I was like, maybe that's not. I don't think that's a good yeah, idea. Yeah, it's not good. There are other things about Aaliyah that could allude to Aaliyah, like exactly. sunglasses and a microphone. Why that was so clear to you in first grade. And I don't know if Gina Rodriguez would know not to do that I now. Know. <laughs> Oh, but yes, no, Aaliyah is a queen and I feel like we need to pay homage to her more. And also Left Eye who passed away and I feel like we forget about a little more than Aaliyah. I saw a video on Twitter today of Left Eye doing rap and uh, they were like, oh, no one gives Left Eye enough credit for being like one of the greatest rappers of a generation and everything. And someone retweeted it with the comment being like, fun fact, Aaliyah's hairdresser was late to this uh, concert or wherever it was. uh, And so her hair wasn't done. And Uh. so she was freaking out backstage and Whitney Houston went backstage and pulled the wig off of her own head and put it on Lisa. What? Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! And so she that's comes amazing. out. She comes out like looking like Whitney Houston, like in a Whitney Houston wig. That's like, and it's like kind of crooked a little yeah. bit. And so it's just like this story might not be true, but like it might be true. The thing is, it feels true. I feel like Whitney was very much the type of artist who like took young R&B singers under her wing and like was very much like a mother hen to like Brandy and Monica and you know I guess Left Eye as well. I mean, we all watched that making of Cinderella guys I mean, where Winnie just took Brandy under her yes, wing. Yes and I feel like there are so many R&B stars a lot of whom like didn't become huge that are just like Whitney was always so kind and mothering to me and it's just, she was a great person as well as a great artist may she rest. I, I don't know I'm sorry that it's become a sad part of the episode. I mean, well uh, to quote Ellen be kind. Oh <laughs> let's not quote Ellen. Be um, kind like Whitney. <laughs> yes, Whitney and Whitney knew how to do it and so did Aaliyah and I love them both and miss them both terribly. Our black queens, where are they? Guys. Uh, you're the next one. You're the next Whitney. Hey, I don't have the, that voice, but I'll do my best. Just, you know, <laughs> rehearse. <laughs> this will be a lot of rehearsing <laughs> and just prayer. A lot of prayer lot of to prayer. get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, guys, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys have enjoyed our episode. That I know. Was the podcast. We're for this so week. sorry. We're so late. We were late. And we're probably not going to be back until the following Monday because we'll be moving next week. So enjoy this Friday episode for the next week and a couple of days. But we'll be back the following uh, Monday. Monday with a brand new podcast and until then make sure to go to our main channel at youtube.com slash 2 mats we'll be recording a video after this that we're going to put up and also if you enjoy our videos a lot go to patreon.com slash 2 mats and for as little 
as $1 video, you get an extra bonus video from us every single week. And for $2 and above, you could join that group hangout every month, every month. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and talk to us because we have a lot of fun. It's it truly was like so a party. much. It was so much fun. Honestly, at points, I was just like, I feel like they should just talk. Like, I feel like they're being friends and we're like butting in. Almost. I know. <laughs> but I, I love that for us. And I love it for you. Do you have anything else to tell the people, Matt Steele? That I love the people. I oh, love the people. Don't we all? I love the people. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back soon with another brand new. Two Game Bye, guys. Bye.